I tell legal lies. I tell legal lies. 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 Legal lies. I tell legal lies. Legal lies. Legal lies. And welcome back to another episode of Black Law and Legal Lies. Lies. Guess what? What? Where we concentrate. Concentrate. Ruminate. Ruminate. Participate. You're in the telling of all things legal. Maybe a little lies. I don't know. I am one of your hosts, Just Ann. You can follow me at I Tell Legal Lies on Twitter. You can follow the show across all social media platforms platforms at black law podcast and you can follow no i mean don't follow don't ever follow becky because she will press charges stalking restraining orders and i am dan aka dan on drugs however i am not the one on drugs but um you can catch me on twitter and ig at I am Dan on drugs. You can also catch me over at a few screws loose. The podcast, a podcast about mental illness by the mentally ill. Mm. And that's the first and 15th of every month. Follow us at a screws loose pod. Or, you know, because they are mentally ill, sometimes it might not be the first. Yeah, because sometimes sometimes it's like the 28th, 17th, 12th. Nigga asked me, hey, what if I did it on the 32nd? (laughs) Ma'am, you all sit your ass down somewhere. Um, Would you like to introduce yourself, ma'am? She has had yet another edible. (laughs) I'm sensing a a trend here. Yeah, this is the second week that you've been on your edibles. Mm. So I guess I'll tell a story. Let's Uh start with a story. So I had a friend that went, well, no, because we're going to throw Jade and Hollywood in this too. Oh, Lord. So uh, our boy, our homie, our road dog. Jaden Hollywood. He came down uh, last year. He's actually he's going to be back in May. I told oh, you. Oh Lord. Um, he came down, recorded with us. Um, after the it's like it's funny because we recorded an episode and the episode was eh, but the conversation after the episode was actually very good. Yeah, it was right? way doper. And I think it took me a while to warm up to kind of meeting somebody for the first time. But Mr. Hollywood recommended Sativa. Mm-hmm. Hmm? No, Indica. Which one? Sativa. Well, Indica, if you want to come down, you're yeah. in the couch. Yeah, Indica. Mm-hmm. So he recommended, well, he asked me if I ever smoked weed. And I'm like, a few times. And for those of you who don't know, I talk often about my anxiety issues. And it is a, I have to say this because we had a conversation earlier on A Few Screws Loose about people appropriating the mental health culture. And, yo, I have anxiety. Yo, I have depression. No, you just sad because your bitch left you and fucked another nigga. Mm, I wake up like this on so, a good day. You're so angry. Yes. But um, anyway, no. So Jaden asked me, he's like, yo, have you ever tried weed? And I'm like, yeah, bro, that shit gives me panic attacks. And I can count probably on both hands how many times I've smoked weed in my entire life. On both hands. Both hands. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's just never worked for me. I always end up with uh rapid heart rate um lightheaded dizzy and panic attacks it induced panic so Jaden says bro that's not what you need <laughs> what you need is this indica and you need that that clinical grade shit so i'm like uh i'll try anything once so i had a friend go to colorado i said yo my boy Jaden hollywood said i need to try this um this indica so i said bring me back one of the whatever the upper one is, bring me back one of the downers and then bring me back the the hybrid, the mix shit. Got all of them. So I'm sitting here and I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, Jaden, we're going to see what this is about. And I was feeling kind of anxious. So the first day I popped one of the edibles, right? The the same edible that Becky's been eating for the last two weeks. Gummies? Yeah. No, the mints. Okay. And so I call this friend about an hour later. I'm like, yo. This shit you bought back in some bullshit. This some regular old candy. You got me some placebo effect shit. Man, fuck out of here with this shit. I was mad. I'm like, that was a lot of money for these Tic Tacs. So I go out. I start cutting my grass. About an hour and 45 minutes into this, uh, after taking this, I noticed there's this patch of grass. that I'm just walking in a circle with the llama in. And for those of you who can see me on video, my head was kind of cocked to the side. And I'm just pushing the llama over. 
in a circle and I keep missing this patch of grass. So I just keep walking in a circle and I'm like, damn, this patch of grass is hard to cut. Then I said, I looked up and like everything, I don't know when I, when I do weed, when I, when I, it's like my vision's a little different. Like it's kind of spotty and and slow motion and whatever. So I'm like, oh shit, I'm high. I need to go lay down. And the friend told me, the friend told me, they said, only take half of one to see how, how it works. So I took the half. And then 30 minutes later, I took the other half because the first half ain't do shit, man. So then fast forward to the sativa. Cause that, no, the indica. Cause that was the sativa. So the indica, we, we were watching, um, what's the shit with, um, what's my girl with, uh, Issa. Oh, insecure. Insecure. So mm-hmm. I'm like, that's, that's kind of something to chill out and watch. So I had a little vape pen with the sativa, the, I keep saying the wrong thing, but, the, the downer indica. weed. The indica. So I hit it a couple times, like two, three times. Mind you, not a smoker. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching. And I'm like, this show looks so fake. None of this would happen in real life. <laughs> Although I know a lot of wild people, <laughs> they're not this wild. Like this shit. So you became an analyst. I was analyzing the whole <laughs> shit. I'm like, why are they in this swimming pool at this apartment complex they don't live at? Someone will call the cops on you. Y'all are black too. Y'all know that, right? How, why are you commentating? Su- yeah, <laughs> like why are you sucking dick on a Ferris wheel? No, nobody does that. There's other people that can see you. And then I said, I gotta piss, so I kicked the recliner down, or at least I tried to. And I said, Where my legs at? <laughs> I could not feel my fucking legs. So I'm like, and I didn't want to panic, right? So I'm like looking, and every time I get high, it feels like I've done something bad. I've done something terrible. And everyone knows it and they're judging me. That, and that's my anxiety shit. But I'm like, so Becky's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. That weed shit ain't even work. Cause I ain't want her to be judging me for being high. And so she's like, you sure you're okay? Yeah. So I'm like, how do I get up and piss if I ain't got no legs? So. I sat there and I formulated a, a plan on how to get to the bathroom with no legs. Yo. So I roll over to one side. Like just kind of, well not roll over, but I'm rocking. I rock to one side. I rock to the other. So I'm like, my legs are physically there. So I hit one of them. And I didn't feel the shit. So I said, fuck it. I got to piss and I ain't pissing. So we just going to try to do what feels like getting up. And if I fall, I fall. So I got up and I'm like on wobbly ground. I'm like, my legs just felt like jello. I don't know if any. This of you- is why it's in the couch because you are planted in the couch. Man, I don't know if anybody's ever been punched in the head and like kind of lost their balance, like your equilibrium when your brain hits your skull. That's what it felt like. So no bullshit. And I actually do this when I'm not hot. I threw my guards up. <laughs> And Becky will tell y'all, I walk through the house every now and then, and I just th- I throw my guards up, and I'm just walking through the house. This is true, America. Uh, it's just, I don't know, man. So, say all that to say, damn, 10 minutes. Thanks, Jaden Hollywood. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You said all that to say. Thanks. Thanks, Jaden. Thanks. Afro Becky's hip-hop knowledge. Are you ready, Becky? You are always ready. Okay. Cause I'm the make it a make it a make it a make it a Mac Daddy. The make it a make it a make it a make it a Mac. Go, go. The make it a make it a make it a Mac. Some of them try to rhyme, but they can't rhyme like this. Go. Some of them try to rhyme, but they can't. Okay. Say it into the mic. Crisscross. That was hostile, but okay. We'll take we'll take it. Ding ding ding. You got one. You got one. Okay. Second one. I can't stand the rain. Against my window, I can't stand the rain. Cause me, I'm super fly. I'm super duper fly. Rick James. <laughs> Is that your answer for, for every- everything? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, like you can be like, my bitch is bad and bougie. Rick James. Rick James. <laughs> Like a bad guess for that oh song. Oh my gosh. I, I'll give you another song of this. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse. Elliot. Yes. yes. 
So that far was, removed from Rick James. That was one of one of her earlier songs. Oh, um, so you want one for two today. We'll give you that. Ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to discuss today is this was brought to my attention, our attention by the homie AJ over at What We Gonna Do Pod. And that's G-O-N-E. He finally came out of retirement, <laughs> reappeared, showed his head again. And um, so we're, we're let me just read it. If the city or state awards a settlement to the family for wrongful death, is that not an omission of guilt? Because the state could fight the lawsuit, right, and be acquitted. Why would the city or state settle if the parties involved are acquitted in the first place? Hopefully that makes sense, because when we see the acquittal, then we see the wrongful death suit and then we see a settlement at some point. Just think about uh, officer involved shootings where the officers were acquitted, but the city settled. Is that not an admission of guilt? OK, is pleading the fifth an admission of guilt? Um, no, pleading the fifth is F.I.F. That means that you will not say anything that may incriminate yourself. OK, so you're actually talking or well, we're delving into two different systems. When officer-involved shootings, since that's what the question asked about, when there are officer-involved shootings, what the district attorney or the state's attorney or whomever, what they are trying those officers for is something criminal, whether or not you broke the law, criminal. When you talk about wrongful death suits, that's civil, whether or not you did something negligent. Negligence is not necessarily criminal, even though negligence can lead to something criminal, but it's two different spheres and it's two different um, standards of evidence. Well, two different standards. You can be found guilty criminally if the evidence shows beyond a reasonable doubt that you have committed this act on a, in the civil theater, in the civil court, civil law. There's a a lower standard. The standard is preponderance of evidence. So let's let's talk about OJ. The preponderance of evidence basically means more likely than not reasonably. Okay, it's it's more more likely that this was the cause of that than not. Okay, so beyond a reasonable doubt is basically a reasonable man looking at this. Would they say that yes? Like no doubt in your mind. Yeah. So look at O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson got off. They said, nope, didn't kill Ron, didn't kill, what's his wife? Nicole, Mm -hmm. right? Didn't kill Ron, didn't kill Nicole. But then they went to civil court and they got a judgment Mm -hmm. for a wrongful death for Ron and Nicole. What was was the settlement? I I can look it up. I think it was like. It was a lot of money. $3 million or something? I think it was more than that because. At the end of the day, the only thing they hadn't taken or the only thing that was left was like trust funds for his children. Like they literally got him out of all kinds of money. 70 million. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, like I said, at the end of the day, the only thing the dude had left his children's trust funds. They couldn't touch that. But most everything else, like. It was either sold or whatever to satisfy mm. the judgment. And then he tried to <laughs> steal some of his shit back and then <laughs> right. sell it again. Right. Yo, while we're on OJ, let's go around the room real quick. I want to start with you, Becky, oh, because you've go. been kind of quiet. Here we go. And I, I love polling people with this question. Do you think OJ Simpson actually murdered? I don't like to say, do you think he was guilty? Because people like, Anna, well, he was found not guilty. <laughs> do you think he murdered Nicole and Ron Goldman? Probably. Okay, and what leads you to believe that? Since the investigators did a poor job of collecting and categorizing and keeping track of evidence that may have um, supported that OJ (laughs) did it. Um, You can't see her eyes. Her eyes is like going all, (laughs) what do I do? I know what to do. I got to speak. It's okay. Take your time. No, I, it's like a testimony at church. Just take your time. Can we move on to AF, please? 
remember what I was saying. You were saying how later on after Anne leaves, you are going to. Mm. Is that what she was saying? Yeah. Okay. And do you believe OJ murdered Nicole and Ron Goldman? The glove didn't fit. They must have quit. I just need a yes or no. No. Okay. I believe that he did it. What brings you to that conclusion? I'll just use Becky's line of reasoning. Oh, so there was no reason. Uh, well, she said something. I, I don't. <laughs> that was, that was no. Said, nah, I believe he did do it because I, I believe that he was uh, a lot of. That's heresy. That that is that is treasonous to the black people to say that no, OJ did it. No, it's not. And you know what? As multiple people say, <laughs> black people are not monoliths. <laughs> Do you know what that means, Becky? Not at the moment. <laughs> not at the moment. Okay. Nah, but I do think he killed her. I think he was probably controlling. And uh, first, you got niggas, right? Then you got rich niggas. <laughs> then you got rich niggas with rich white friends, right? OJ then you got, was. Wait, then you got rich niggas with rich rich niggas with uh white wives. White bitches, uh huh. <laughs> rich niggas with rich white friends with white wives. That's where OJ was. He was in that league. And I I don't know. I think he was controlling like one hundred percent because. A lot of the stories you hear about him, like grabbing her by her crotch in a restaurant saying this belongs to me. And now, whether that's true or not, there's been numerous, numerous stories, kind of like Michael Jackson and the little boys or like um, Bill Cosby and drugging women. So there's been so many reports. So I do believe that he was probably controlling. He was probably a loose cannon. And it's always those nice people, those super nice. Ha ha ha. Everyone loves them. People that are usually violent they're not violent but aggressive maybe should i say all right so all jokes aside when i say no he didn't do it i really don't think that he did it himself i do though think that he had someone kill them i think i think that you know for all intents and purposes according to all the reports she was cheating on him well, that's what he thought. But so, they were separated, right? Right. He, She was cheating on him with Ron. So I think that when she left, he had her under surveillance. Mm-hmm. So I am willing to say that he may not have done it himself, but he definitely had them murdered. Hmm. Interesting. And we would like to hear, um, if you're listening, tweet us. Let us know what you think think did oj murder nicole and ron or did he have something to do with the murder right of which you and then that whole if i did it uh special did you watch yeah that? i did yeah. What, what was the dude's name he said now i can't even remember he's like but yeah I, I, i'm gonna make up the name now but gary had the knife <laughs> and gary told me like nigga who the fuck is gary <laughs> and why are you talking like gary is real because gary is real Man, so anyway, back to the settlements. Um, so he did a seventy million dollar settlement, even though he was found innocent of the the criminal. He was, he was acquitted, so they cannot say beyond a reasonable doubt that he murdered them. So Johnny Cochran and Shapiro, that I mean, that legal team, the dream team, put enough doubt in the minds of the jury that they could not say one hundred percent. Yeah, Kardashian. He, he was only. I think go. the only reason. The only reason. Um. Well, you know, you know that was some next level rich too. You know, Kardashian had money. Yeah, Kardashian. So I think the only reason Kardashian was bought on board is because he knew. And as an attorney, then you have attorney attorney client privilege, privilege, and he can't <clears throat> say anything. That that's my theory. I might have even heard that somewhere, but it makes sense because that was like his best friend too, wasn't right? It? So he's uh Chloe's Chloe's godfather, OJ. One of them. He is godfather to yeah, one of the I think, Kardashians. I think it's Chloe. So anyway, so they were able to plant enough seeds of doubt that a reasonable person could say, hey, true. But more than that, at that point, people wanted OJ to go free. That that's something else. You know, they really did not want to see OJ behind bars. They didn't want mm-hmm. at that point. They didn't want to do it, so they were inclined to accept any out, you know. So it was like, hmm, okay. 
that's right. All right. Yep. We gonna say no. He didn't do it. But when you get into civil court and you talk about preponderance of evidence, when you speak about preponderance of evidence, like I said, more likely than not. Mm-hmm. And when you look at this same evidence, yeah, we know the gloves didn't fit because the chemicals that they use shrunk the leather. I mean, anybody knows you put water or some other chemical on leather, what's going to happen? Oh, and OJ had high blood pressure. And if he stopped taking his blood pressure medication, I think he swelled. swelled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that. I mean, that was just a theory that was out there, too. So, so. it's like, like I said preponderance more likely than not he did it and in that trial the jury found yeah more likely than not so you know in in a lot of people's heads it was like okay we'd rather see him pay some money than see him behind jail okay so it's okay to say yeah maybe he was involved and maybe he did it or something that he did led to them dying so let's give him that money Mm -hmm. so they did it so no, it's not an. It's not saying they are criminally guilty, but they have been found to have been a factor in. So that um, can that be said? The same thing can that be said for Rodney King and for those of you like I, I think our demo is probably old enough to remember Rodney King mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, Rodney King, I want to say that was ninety. Three, but even in, even in this day and age, if they are not old enough to remember Rodney King, because of all the recent cop shooting unarmed black people, you can go you know, back. Yeah, because of all of this, Rodney King has been brought into 2019 and 2018 and 2017. Because when all that stuff happened, you know, people start talking about, well, you know, they did this to Rodney King. Mm. And they did this to this person and did that to that person. And actually, yeah, that that's a good a good comparison because you look at all these cops that keep getting off for killing unarmed black men back in the day. Rodney mm-hmm. King, that shit was on video. Now, do you know that was off. an anomaly to have <laughs> yeah. something on video, video back then? Because mm-hmm. you used to have the backpack with the big old <laughs> shit look like a like, but someone recorded it and caught the whole thing on tape. They beat the fuck out of rodney king beat him unrecognizable and then he came with that can we all just get along and that shit was a running <laughs> joke for you see look and laughing now and we all just get along but um like he he also was awarded a settlement even though all the officers were acquitted acquitted that's right. rodney king got a 3.8 million dollar settlement and then in a lot of these cases you'll see that slashed because of attorney fees or whatever. Right. He had a separate settlement for to cover his, his attorney, attorney fees. fees. Right. $1.7 million. So total, we're looking at 5.5. And then in the end, didn't Ronnie King go to jail for Ag- like... Again, yeah. For, <clears throat> for drugs. And then right. to do the way he spent his money, and I don't want to knock, knock our people, but I do. So I will. The way he spent his money. And when you take someone that comes from nothing and has nothing, and the same can be said for these NFL players who come from the hood, go to college. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, they're in the league making millions. If you watch how they spend their money, you're just like, what the fuck? Rodney King got a uh, monogrammed pool put into his house. Seriously, bro? Nigga, just get a pool. Why do you need initials and shit all over the... No, but, you know, three and a half million dollars, if he would have used that wisely... He would have been set, but fast forward five or six years later, he was broke. He was. He started doing speaking engagements. Right. He was. He was broke. All kinds of other stuff. So again, the city of Los Angeles by giving him the settlement, no not, guilt. Not an settling something is not an admission of guilt. Basically, what that is is okay. We want this out of the limelight. We don't want to expend any more energy. That's just that is akin to look at um say a Johnson and Johnson or another um a drug company who actually settles these drug cases, you know, or the you know the Aaron Brockovich story. Stuff situation. like that, you know, or you you had a mesh, a pelvic mesh. You ever see those commercials? Mm-hmm. Did you have a pelvic mesh? Neurontin. Have you ever taken Neurontin? I have. 
Right. So I'm basically crazy. these companies settle because they don't want a lot of legal fees. They don't want to expend a lot of time. They're not. And most of the time when you have settlements in the settlement documents, it will specifically state that defendant does not admit to any wrongdoing. I mean, it will spell that out specifically. We did nothing wrong, but in the interest of X, Y, and Z, this is what we're going to do. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to, because when you think about it, these, a lot of these cases, sometimes they go on for years and years and years and years. You're talking five, six, seven, 10 years down the line. I'm still paying lawyers. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this stuff is still going on. You know what? Instead of having all of that hanging over my head, I'm just going to pay you. And I tell you, they have companies, these large companies, they actually have funding Fun set up for that just for that. They would rather, I remember reading <clears throat> in law school, excuse me, we read about this company. It was a manufacturing company. I can't remember what the product was, but something they could have done that would have cost them like a dollar to fix. They didn't do it because it was like it would cost them that dollar would be more money to fix it than it would be if something happened and they had to pay a settlement. And literally something did happen because they didn't do that dollar fix. Mm-hmm. And they were like, it's, they consider it cost of doing business. Man, that's that's crazy. And speaking of that, um, we again, all three of us know somebody who had a medical malpractice lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Their award is, let's say, $3 million, somewhere in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And that's the settlement. That's that's not, um, yo, we're suing and X, Y, Z. They settled. But, and I've told this story before on Black Law and Legalized, but I'll tell it again. So you have four doctors, three doctors that were involved in mm-hmm. this. So the three doctors settled. They have insurance for this shit. They're like, right. yo, no we fucked up. But we ain't even going to fight this one because we know we fucked up. Insurance, boom, take care of it. So all three of the doctors settled for hundreds of thousands, whatever the max is. Mm-hmm. Then the hospital that, <clears throat> excuse me, these doctors, I'm not sure how this works out, but I know doctors are usually associated with hospitals they that they can practice. Right. So the hospital was also in the suit. The hospital refused Ochsner. You know, I hate Ochsner, so I'm going to say their name. <laughs> Ochsner Medical, whatever. But Ochsner is the name of the hospital. They refused to settle. This happened back in 2006, maybe? Mm-hmm. We're in 2019. This mm-hmm. is 13 years mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Again, the three doctors still settled. They're like, we, we settled. But the hospital keeps dragging it out and dragging it out. Like, yo. It will honestly cost the hospital. There's a max in Louisiana. I think it's what five hundred thousand. So just pay the five hundred thousand dollars because these other doctors have agreed to pay the five hundred thousand dollars. You holding this whole shit? How can one person hold the whole thing up? Because it is. It's probably a situation where you know all of these people are defendants. Now the doctors are out of it. If the doctors agree to settle. They're done. But unless the plaintiff drops the suit, which that that is actually a tactic in something like this, because, you know, I have unlimited funds so I can I can wait you out. But you're going to spend the five hundred thousand dollars probably waiting it out in attorney fees, court. But, you know, hospitals, hospitals and other large corporations like that, excuse me, they have people on retainer. Right. You know, they have they have contingencies just for this. We talked about funds, fun, you know, setting up funds and whatever. So they honestly, as a hospital, I can imagine that they see lawsuits on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, the hospital's still moving forward. You know, nothing stopped. I'm still saving sick people. I'm still doing X, Y, and Z. Their business. It's still moving forward. That lawsuit did not stop anything. Sure. You know, it's probably like a mosquito bite when you think about the scope of what this is for them. So why not? I mean, like I said, that's a strategy. 
you can wear somebody down to the point where it's like, screw it, you know? So how typical do you think? I mean, we don't have any statistics, but how typical do you think it is, especially in a wrongful death suit for settlements? Settlements, yes. Probably 80% of the time. Hmm. Um, And that is on, that is typical of most civil litigations. For the most part, they end in settlement. And that is beneficial to both sides. Because as I said, time and money holds true for plaintiff as well as defendant. Mm -hmm. Because not all the time are you successful in a lawsuit if you're a plaintiff. And even when you're successful, it's not always written in stone that your legal fees are actually going to come out of the settlement, you know, that somebody else is going to pay your legal fees. Most of the time you have to pay your lawyer from whatever you receive in court. So which is like half your money. A majority of the time, the lawyers are the ones that make out with the majority of the cash. Because you're talking if something actually settles, especially, well, not if it settles, let's say you take this through to judgment. So you get a judgment. That's not an automatic payday because the defendant is going to appeal. appeal. Right. Right. So you take something to appeal. How many of us know that lawyers get a bigger chunk? Because this shit continues. Right. And not only that, most lawyers who are trial lawyers are not appellate lawyers. So basically what happens is New they have to, lawyers. Right. They have to bring they bring other lawyers in or they form they farm out, you know. Mm-hmm. So when all is said and done, you wind up paying the first set of lawyers, then the second set of lawyers, and then you get what's left. And most people when they go to court for something like this, they don't pay up front. Everything is contingent on you winning. So mm-hmm. you don't pay to file the lawsuit. You don't pay for copies or anything. So in the end, there's an accountant, and you know, an accounting of everything. So every legal fee, every court fee that was paid by the lawyers, they recoup that. Every um, time some paralegal made copies of something, mm-hmm. they recoup that. See, and as far as lawyers making out, too, the same can be said when we look at class action lawsuits. Mm -hmm. And you see some of these class action lawsuits, Mm -hmm. um, like I I think in a previous episode, we talked about the mesothelioma over at the shipyards. But you look at these companies and especially with Big Pharma, these settlements, they'll have they'll be like there's a five hundred million (laughs) dollars settlement. um, for for this class then these people get their checks in the mail they get their little eight nine ten dollars but the lawyers walk away with like three hundred million dollars in in those cases the lawyers fees there's a fund that's specifically set up like if you look at the settlement documents Mm -hmm. it'll be like the court approved attorney fees for this amount of money right and when you think about it when you think about it you actually have a situation where every lawyer that touched this thing, when you have a a class action lawsuit like that, think about, so let's say the mesothelioma Mm -hmm. in the state of Louisiana, how many advertisements do you see about mesothelioma? A lot. All right. So most of you ever heard of somebody called, you ever seen one from Sokolov law? Yeah. You ever seen that one? Okay. So if you look, you read the fine print, I saw that these are not attorneys. These are actors. That's the part I saw. Well, they show you on the fine print that Sokolov Law is licensed to practice in this state. Mm-hmm. So what will happen is, say the state is Mississippi. Sokolov will, or whatever law firm, will advertise in the surrounding areas, and then they will partner with attorneys. Attorneys in that area, right. Right. So in the end, you might have 20 law firms or 30 law firms that have to get a piece of that pie, depending on the work that they've done. But like you said, the class, depending on the class, that is going to determine how much each claimant gets. So if you have 
a $30 million, say you have 30 or $100 million, mm-hmm. right? That settlement. But you have 100 million people. Then you get $3. <laughs> no. So that's what's going to determine what's paid out. Because I remember we had um, for AT&T. We had oh, this yeah, class action. $7? Yeah. But I think I got a dollar and something cents. How you? I got seven. Right. It depended on something. I, I don't know what the rubric was for how much you get, but I know everybody got a different amount of money because another handyman got what? Like $3? Something like that. I think it was how long maybe you were at and I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you were a client. Look, but Look, speaking of, of settlements real quick, um, let, I'm, I'm going to wrap up with this, right? Uh, Becky and I... We we said it a few episodes ago. We watched that Sandra Bland case, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you guys here, and and the people listening as well, um, chime in. Definitely chime in. Uh, let's start with you, Becky, because you haven't really said much today. <laughs> Becky stuck. Now you have a family member, right? Let's say it is a. Let's say it's me, okay? And let's I get gunned down by the police. By Orleans Parish, because Jefferson Parish would never gun me down. Ah. But Orleans, on the other hand, okay, I get gunned down by the police, right? I was unarmed. I was, it was like a routine traffic stop. Mm. Uh, Asked me for my license and registration. I reached for my registration, got shot, okay? Now, mind you, I have a dash camera, and I do recommend that everyone listening, dash cameras are not expensive, and they're not hard to hook up. Like uh, one of our, our friends just recently got a ticket and had that nigga not ran his mouth, he would have beat it. He got a ticket for having his windows tinted too dark. Too dark. Mm-hmm. But on the ticket, it said it was his windshield, which is not tinted. This Negro going to ask the cop, can you explain this to me? And the cop saw his mistake, took the ticket and rewrote the ticket for the right windows. Should have shut your mouth, bro. What we always say on Black Law and Legalize, don't talk to the police, man. But, um, okay, right. so routine traffic shop, I stop. I get gunned down. I was unarmed. There's dash cam audio and footage that shows that the police were clearly wrong. Police gets acquitted because I made a sudden movement or I, whatever they use. he feared for his right. life. Right. Whatever their excuse is. So you go to, I guess, what would it be, a civil lawsuit? It would be. Wrongful and death. Would you take the settlement or would you fight that shit to the end? Win, lose, or draw? Uh, if I have the, the, I think, the damning evidence right there, I would take it all away. Okay. But with no guarantee that you're actually going to win. You're still fighting. And they offered you millions. You'd probably slap me for not taking the money. My ghost will come up <laughs> out my grave and slap the piss out you. Honestly, I'm, I'm with Becky. Even if in the end, and I don't even have to have a smoking gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't even have to have a smoking gun, honestly, because regardless, I'm in this not for the money because no amount of money is going to bring you back. Right. You know, whether I get. But the amount of money will make the pain. But I'm saying least, it, the pain is not going to lessen with the amount of money either. The comfort. You the can whole, cry in a nicer house. <laughs> the, honestly, the whole point. Of taking these people to court is to get this information out there and to try to shed some light on what they did. So I'm not about to settle anything. I'm going down. And in the end, if like I said, if I don't get a quarter, if I don't get 10 cents, I still feel like I've been vindicated or it was justified because my purpose is to show that these son of a bitches did something wrong in spite of the fact that they were acquitted they did something wrong that led to the death of my loved one so i'm going all the way down i'm going all the way down the line now the re we talking about sandra bland Mm -hmm. in this settlement you know after that documentary came out and you started talking about the documentary i started looking at some stuff and i can see why their family actually took the settlement Okay. Because in the. Well, the evidence wasn't on their side, though. Exactly. And that's what I was saying. That's what I was about to say. The the city gave them money. Basically, it was like, okay, cops acquitted. We really didn't do anything wrong. The evidence is on our side. But act of goodwill. Mm-hmm. 
we go pay y'all some money. And that's because if this thing would have gone to court, they would have lost that. They probably would have lost. Mm-hmm. So it was a whole, yeah, we go, we just go break y'all off some cash because we feel bad about the so situation. I'm, I, I guess I'm gonna have to go against the grain and I know it, it it's comes off as, yo, that nigga just wants some money. Well, actually, yes, I do. Somebody needs to pay. And but pay for let, let me let me. So if you're not going to pay by giving me justice because you've acquitted these police officers, those, those police officers are the ones that need to be held accountable. This police department needs to be held accountable. If you're not going to give me justice by holding them accountable, fuck you, pay me then. But they're not the ones that's paying you though. I don't care who's paying me. You know, fuck but, you, uh, pay uh, me. The city's <clears throat> paying me. But yeah, this, but you and know this that, is what happened. You know where the city gets that money from. From the taxpayers. Exactly. And fuck y'all. Pay me. Shit, my nigga, I pay taxes too. But um, nah, at the end of the day, I, I look at it like this. If you make the city pay you, so we'll, okay, my, my, my train of thought, my logic here. What better way to make a city hold these people, hold their police departments accountable if they have to continuously spend millions of dollars in these settlements? That's going to cause more change than... You going to court and getting this one police officer locked up because then the city could say Psh, he was rogue. Okay, that was a so rogue cop. Has Baltimore changed? Has Chicago changed? When when you say By, when mean, you say has Baltimore or Chicago following changed? Following your do you logic, mean? this is what you said. You said it would make the people of these cities hold the cops responsible. Not the people of the cities, but the city themselves. Okay, it would make the cities. Hold the police officers responsible. Right. That is what I said. Okay. So. More, more responsible. Okay. Has Baltimore done that? Yes. Chicago? Yes. Wrong. Do you know how many, you you got your, you got your internets? Google. How many police officers in both of those cities have been forced into retirement or laid off? Okay. But then you have another crop. That's that's right. Right there. Doing the exact same thing. That's right. No, not doing the exact same thing. Because if you come in like, all right. So if you perfect example, if you walk through that door right there first, Becky walks through the door. Right. (laughs) And I take a ninja sword and I cut Becky's head off Mm -hmm. and her head goes rolling back out the door. Right. All right. And then and then somebody else walks through that door. Ninja sword. Their head comes rolling out. Are you going to walk through that door, too? Nah, because you're crazy. Exactly. So basically, if you see the people that came before you hung out to dry, forced out of the apartment. Yeah, but I'm forced out of the apartment with full pension. It's like I'm forced out of the apartment. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And that, that's something else, too. And I, let's so the listeners as well. I, I would love it if y'all would participate and uh, tell us what you would do. Loved ones killed through no fault of their own. They didn't do anything wrong. All the op- all the officers are acquitted and you either face with I can take it all the way or I can accept this settlement for millions of dollars. What would you do that? That um, I forgot that's the question that that's yeah. the poll. That's the question. That, that is Cause the like, question. Because like I said, all right, you're forced out of the apartment department and you retire. You're forced to retire full benefits because they can't take your pension from you because you were acquitted. Mm-hmm. Of these charges. So if you're not young enough to receive a pension, so what happens in this case is I'm going to another de- police department because and they, they they've done that too. Like right. the guy that killed that, I, I think Tamir Rice in Cleveland, twelve year old kid with the toy gun. Mm-hmm. He was actually from another department where mm-hmm. I think he got fired because some he he was just a shitty person and a shitty cop. Right, and then was able to just. Ease his way there and did it again. I mean, you know, almost like the church. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Amen. Escalated, escalated. So I, I honestly can't give you a solution to the problem. Well, yeah, I can treat others as you want to be treated. I mean, treat a black person as a person and not a suspect. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about this, what, a couple of episodes ago, how the law of the land is not the same for people of color as it is for Yeah, that was two weeks others. ago, three so, weeks ago. Yep. I mean, treat me so that I do have the same rights under the law. I am 
innocent until proven guilty. But for the most part, black men especially, y'all are guilty. Mm-hmm. There's been there's been many a times where, like I just use this as an example, um, homeowner, their house is getting burglarized. Homeowner's a black man. Yep. Police roll up and shoot the homeowner. Yep. No questions asked. None. And I think we talked about that in yep. one of the episodes. So, yeah, that's, uh, man. Right. And, and the person that's doing the, the person that's the, the actual criminal is someone that is Caucasian or Asian or, you know. Whatever happened to Botham Jean, the Botham Jean case where the white Dallas police officer ended up in his apartment? What happened to her? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Cause you know what? Um, she, I think she was found guilty of manslaughter. I don't know if she was found guilty of, um, murder because i kept saying that should have been a murder charge because that was no way that that you know they tried to say well she thought it was her apartment and she thought that um this person had broken into her apartment and x1 nah bro yeah that, was, that shit made no sense when they said it that was it made definitely no sense. some bullshit we're back live we never went anywhere people so anyway, uh, I guess to kind of summarize, just wrap wrap this up here. Um, so no, settlement, sell, does, settlement not equal guilty. does not equal an admission of guilt. Even if you're guilty, it's even, still not even an if admission. You're guilty. Oh, right quick too. Robert Kraft. <laughs> that did you see the deal they offered him? Yes. They say if we would have found you guilty, if you if you plead or make a deal saying that. If we would have found you guilty, you go free. What the hell kind of deal is that to make? This? So I'm going to go down the street. I'm going to kill somebody. And they come to me. Oh, this is the deal I want. If we would go to court <laughs> and if you would have found me guilty. <laughs> like, what type of shit is that? But you know what? That sounds like Once a Donald again, Trump deal. Dude, honestly, this is this is an episode. Tell us if you're interested in this one. The rich man's justice, because how many people have been caught up in scandals like this? And basically, by virtue of having money in your pocket, you walk away, mm-hmm. you know, because we talked about that. Paul Manafort, somebody that we know right now, basically stole 56. Well, don't know him personally, but know of them, heard tons of things. I think Becky used to work for these people too. Oh yeah. Um stole fifty six million dollars. And do you know how much Becky got of that fifty two? Stole this money and the United States attorney for our district basically indicted them on one count of bank fraud. That's it. Uno. Because they are cooperating with the united states attorney man sick shit so that brings us into ask an attorney 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 yes you rang i sold my car it was breaking down anyway so i sold it to a family member who was going to scrap it for parts Mm -hmm. we left the tag on because that is customary where we live and tag the you mean license, license plate. plate. Okay. And uh that's customary where we live and the new owner turns the tag in. They did not turn the tag in. Mm. So I got a ticket in the mail and a towing bill because the car with this tag, this license plate was towed. Mm-hmm. Funny. The car I sold was not the same car that was towed with this license plate on it. Mm-hmm. Help a nigga out. <laughs> well basically you you should have the old registration right i'm saying Don't you know. you should have the old registration the old registration is going to have your um vin number it's going to have the license plate number on it as well that's evidence right there that the that the car that was towed with that tag was not yours so basically what you would do is go into the dmv say that you sold the car and um well, shouldn't he have a bill of sale? Sorry? Shouldn't... If he was smart. Yeah, wouldn't he have a bill of sale? Well, like Dan said, if he was smart, which I don't think he is because I don't care if it's customary for um 
you to do like the the person you sell you sell it to to give the um the, the license plate back i'm taking my plate mm-hmm. off this sucker see and that's something i learned to do when i traded in my car this was about 10 years ago but i traded in my car to buy my truck and again it's it's customary down here when you trade your car in to leave the license plates on it the deal now this was a dealer a big name dealership um and they turn it into the DMV. So about a year goes by. I go to renew my license. DMV said, eh, eh. <laughs> and I said, what you mean? You got uh, a hold on your license. You can't renew it until you turn your tags in or prove that you had insurance on this vehicle for the past, you know, whatever. So I'm like, I traded that car in. So anyway, I called the dealership. I'm like, yo, son, where my tags at? Did y'all turn them in? Dealer said, yeah, we turned them in. We have no reason to keep them. So they couldn't find it. So it's like, then I had to get these forms filled out. And then I needed a a statement from the The car dealership dealership saying that the car had this amount of miles on it. And it was traded in on this date and that date. So I took that, submitted that to the DMV and I guess that wiped that shit out. I I don't know, because I could (laughs) renew my license after that. So anyway, this has been another episode of Black Law and Legalize. Legalize, legalize, legalize. Uh Oh, Oh, she's up. Uh She's awake. Mm -hmm. Peggy, how many sides does a dodecahedron have? Think fast. 18? I don't know. Why do you ask me that question? Because your eyes are bloodshot, red, and glossed over, and you look like you're nodding off. So I just had to—that's my sobriety test there. Um, this episode was brought to you by the homie AJ over at What We Going Do. What We Going? Uh, shout to him. His podcast is live whoop, again. Whoop. So check him out. Um, as usual, you can find us across all social media at Black Law Podcast. You can catch me on Twitter and IG at I am Dan on Drugs. Yes, and you can follow me, just in at I Tell Legal Lies. And this has been yet another adventure with Afro Becky. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Peace. Yeah.